Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Free, coming to you live from the quarantine cabin on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. We're here Monday through Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for listening to the show. That's how it all works. You listen, you tell, you listen, you tell. You tell a friend, a brother, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears will take them. And I would love for you to go tag a friend in some of the Instagram posts that I'm putting. I'm doing a lot more Instagram stuff because we're I'm doing this every day. So I have more stuff to put out. So there's more videos. There's more me ranting. There's more. And, it, and listen, every time... You tag a friend under one of my rants or one of my charcuterie chats or you like a post. Ooh, it feels good. And oh, it's as if I'm walking through a meadow and just little fingers and I'm naked. Of course, I'm always naked in the meadow and little fingers are just tickling my nuts. That's what it feels like when you tag a friend, tell a friend, let them know. Let them know, let them know. Very excited about today's guest. A first timer here on the podcast. I'm, I'm, I'm very, uh, a first timer, a huge star. This is a get. You're very, uh, I mean, a, in, in a former wrestler. Now you can see her on Instagram right now. Danielle Monet, thank you for coming on. Hi, I made sure to not chime in early. I didn't want to get you in did trouble. a great job. I know the rules. It was well, hard. well, let me tell the listeners you are a listener of the show. Yes, I'm a very loyal listener. I love the podcast. I actually slid into Jared's DMs. Yes, you did. I started by feathering his nuts, per of course. And Always feathering. I made sure. Best I told way to him. Get, to get that's the best way to get my ear. And things in life. I encourage everyone to feather Fair. everyone's nuts and life. Like, it's great. So I started with that. And then I also was like, hey, so listen, I'm not a comedian, but I'm somewhat entertaining or I'm single and can't catch you, a man. Maybe I could be on the podcast. Well, and I, me right back. <laughs> well, I saw your message and I was like, it was so nice. It was so like honest and vulnerable. And also like. And then I go and look through your like uh, your career, and you you've done some amazing things. You're yeah. you're a uh, how do you first of all you're a former professional wrestler. You wrestled with the WWE. Yeah. How so, when did how long did you do that? How did you get to that? Can you kind of tell your backstory? Yeah, real quick. Um, so I my wrestling name was Summer Ray. Um, yeah. I was on Total Divas, um, the show. So a lot of your female followers, a lot of our female fans come from that show. I and Total not- Divas, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. Total yeah. Divas was like a great reality show in general. Like that got, yeah. it was so interesting that that show got out of the wrestling world. Yeah, I mean, yeah, usually they don't do that. So that was interesting. It was like the first time they kind of, um, we call it breaking kayfabe. Um, so you break that kind of like third wall um, sure. of wrestling. And I was really kind of mean on that show. And Summer Rae's a little mean as well in general in WWE. But I promise, as you can tell from my DMs, I'm definitely not. But um, Yeah, you don't yeah, come off that dream. way. It was, my, it was my dream. I wrestled for six years under the ring name Summer. Um, I went after them. Again, I feathered WWE's nuts um, to get in there. And I just wanted to be a WWE diva for my whole life. I played professional football before that in the Laundry Football League. Um, I went to college and I quit my desk job 
to go do all of these things. So my poor parents that have um, <laughs> helped well, me did you go to like life. did you go to like wrestling school? Like I yeah, I, I, so- I don't know if I've really been. I've never really said this a lot on the podcast, yeah. but like growing up, my family huge wrestling fans. Like my Maybe. dad used my dad used to get like I was like we were big, you know, you know, growing up, I was big on like the Hulk Hogan era. And I then when I first met Hulk Hogan, like I was backstage. That's probably the most I've ever fangirled. I worked at a restaurant in um Chicago Tavern on Rush. So we met a lot of celebrities and stuff before us in WWE. So I've met Vince Vaughn. I've met Tom Brady. Like all these people I've met. When I saw Hulk Hogan walking down the back of like the arena, I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my, like I didn't know what to say. I got, because me and my dad watched him growing up. Like, yeah, it's, 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 it's from like, and also when you're, you know, like, just like you said, you worked at a restaurant and you yeah. had these people frequent there, but they're all around your age. You kind of like found them as an adult. Hulk Hogan I mean, was Hulk- like a cartoon of a human. He was a god. Even now, my- when people like haven't grown up watching him, like people see him in public. I can't imagine what it's like being him in public. Um But yeah, he walked down the hallway and I remember elbowing the guy next to me and being like, oh my gosh, he's coming. I really want a picture. Should I introduce myself? Like, what do I do? And he came straight up to me and the other wrestler and was like, Hey guys, I just want to say, I love what you've been doing summer. I knew and he knew who I was. And that was like, so he's up on it. It was so weird. And it was so crazy. And like, I don't take, I think a lot of people in entertainment, we don't take time to stop what we're doing, appreciate our milestones. I'm always moving on next thing, next thing. Sure, I understand that. In that moment, I was like, Wow, I've kind of done something. This you've is made crazy. it. Yeah, you know to have it. him. It was, like, it was well, crazy. Also, those are like two artists recognizing yeah. talent. Like for yeah. him to save, like that is like you know that's like a, a a you know a legendary comedian saying to me, "Hey, I I love your jokes." Like for that's sure. absolutely game recognizing game. Yeah, it was it was really cool. And his daughter um is really sweet. I've I knew Brooke a little bit too, so. It was great. It's definitely like a little secret society. I think it's really funny when people ask me, like, do you know Tori Wilson or do you know Stacey Keeper? Like, they ask me these sure. things. Like, well, yeah, like, there's only 10, 12 girls and 100 dudes. It's like a secret sorority. Yeah. Well, there's well, you know, only like 60 women who have ever done it. So we all kind of know each other. Well, that is interesting. That's the same with any industry. Yeah. You know, like, you know, people when you're in it and then people on the outside who maybe are a fan of it. It could be anything. It could be finance. Someone could be like a major trader and someone <laughs> would be like, you know, that person like, yeah, we used to trade together in yeah. law school or whatever it is. Like, I, you know, I have that with comedy a lot where it's like, they'll be like, you know, blankety blank. I'll be like, yeah, I remember that guy when he was at an open mic and we were, you know, four yeah. o'clock in the afternoon trying, you know what I mean? Like you have yeah. the, I understand that. Where you're like, well, we work together and, and yeah. it, it is different when you leave, like we're able to support each other. And like, if we have different ventures coming out, it's like a little kind of group. So that's good. And to answer your question. Yeah, we do have wrestling school. Um, I can kill someone if I have her in a suplex over my head and I drop her on her neck. So you have to like know how to do everything. So, so did you go? I'm sorry to interrupt. Did you yeah. go from like college to wrestling school how did that start no, so yeah so i um i went to college got my degree got a desk job worked wholesale bath kitchen and lighting i have great plumbers crack and i um was there for about a year and a half i was like this is not for me i can't have a desk job 
So I took control of my life. I moved to Chicago. Had never been obsessed with Chicago. Best Love amazing Chicago. comedy, amazing comedy town. So moved there and hustled. Worked at Nordstrom um, retail. Threw my college degree out the window. Retail over Christmas. Um, I modeled. I did bottle service. I worked at Tavern on Rush, and I just worked a bunch of jobs and it was way more alive than I ever felt working at a desk shop. Started getting into football, played for the lingerie football league for three years. And when I was working at a comic con, Jerry, the King Lawler, do you know who that is? I know um, the King. Yeah. Are you kidding? So I was, I was working as a booth babe in Chicago for Marvel passing out stuff and like a sexy outfit or something. And this girl came up to me. She was like, Oh, WWF's here. I was like, first of all, it's WWE. Second of all, yeah. where? And I went up there and it was Jerry, the King Lawler. And I was like, oh my gosh, I want to be a diva. And I don't know how to do it because now there's a whole application process in the school. And there's like 40 girls in school. When I did it, there was like five. So okay. it was great. I got a lot of time, but then I got a lot of reps. And I walked up to him and he gave me his email. And I ended up buying tickets, driving four hours to a show. And I, mean I just made it happen. I just feather everyone's nuts <laughs> well let me let me just life. tell the let me just tell the listeners if you're not like a wrestling fan yeah. going up to jerry the king lawler <laughs> is like going up to joe buck like it's yeah. like going up to one of the most famous like you're going up to one of the most famous ring announcers of all time <laughs> and then having joe buck or having um, like uh, having Andy Cohen get yeah. be like, here's my email. Like yeah. that is a ballsy move. That's great. For sure. And I think that's just how you have to live. Like I never want to miss any opportunities, you know, and mm. I couldn't, I kept Googling it every night, like how to do it, how to do it. Nothing was popping up. Now WWE has an amazing school down in Florida called NXT. Um, but I had my tryout. It was the hardest thing I've ever done when you land on the mat your body just spasms, your back spasms. As a woman, our necks are smaller, my lats and my traps, everything's just smaller. And I was way skinnier then too. I didn't like, wasn't lifting or anything. And I remember going home at the first night, well not home, the hotel the first night and crying my eyes out because my neck and my back was just hurting. But the next day I went back. So the thing that I do love about wrestling is you can't just be in it if you want to be famous or if you want money or whatever it is, because your body will not freaking hold it's, up to that standard It's at all. physicality. You have to yeah. do it all. You can't just be a ring model. You got to be yeah. throwing yourself on the mat. Yeah, for sure. And you got to go all into it. So it was great. It was my dream. I did it for six years. Um, I stopped. I have neck issues. I have thoracic outlet syndrome and a bone spur on a vertebrae in my neck. But um, I just knew there was other things I could do. So now I kind of am a nomad and I'm like going freely. Well, not now with Corona. I'm staying in my house. I'm very unemployed. But um, usually I have my appearances. I have speaking engagements. Um, I've been hosting a little for a different, um, you know, NFL network or um, Microsoft in New York. So it's been good. Lots of little so things, but I'm very ADD, non-prescribed, and I have to listen to things. So that's how I got into the J Train so podcast. How did you find the J Train podcast? And for those <laughs> listening, go follow Danielle at Danielle Monet on Instagram. She's working with Herbalife. She's doing a lot of great things on there. Go follow, go support, because, you know, at this point, you know, it, it, you have um, over a million followers on Instagram, yeah. which is like an insane number. But like a lot of people might be finding you for the first time and getting to know you through this podcast. Like that's sure. a great thing. 
that's the best thing too, because I think with the reality show or with wrestling, a lot of people thought they knew me. That's why I like to do the Q and A's. Um, mm-hmm. And that's why I like your podcast, because when I do Q and A's, people ask me all these questions about relationships. Yeah. And I think it's mostly maybe nerdier wrestling fans and guys, you know, I, I'm not, not that anything's wrong with that, but, and they're asking me because they're like, I'm a woman. How should I approach someone? And I'm like, well, shit, I don't, I'm 36 and single and like, I haven't found anyone. So like, I'm not sure how to do it, but this is my, um, you know, advice. So I feel like I give good advice. I just don't take my, well, advice. we're going to give some today. We're going to please send yeah. in your emails. J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com. So how did you find J train? Yeah. How'd you find this? I uh, the J train podcast before, bachelorette because don't most people find j train through your screens i i think it's been a number of things it's been yeah. you up podcast or the live uh, screens yeah. or my instagram or i i it started as the total frat move podcast tfm podcast so we had a lot of like guys from back then and yeah. it's just i've been doing it a lot of years so what yeah. brought you to the the here i can i do maybe it was the bachelor the bachelorette because i watch um, because my mom and sister watch back home in North Carolina. Yeah. So I like to watch it with them because then we can all talk about it and something we can talk about. So maybe I saw some of your screaming. I thought it was hilarious. And I sent it to my sister and we talk about it over like Christmas dinner. We're like, Oh my sure. God, you see Jared talk about <laughs> what was the guy that was the virgin and you like put his face on Jesus. Oh my God. We were dying. Laughing. Oh, it was a Colton was the, it was. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and so, um, so we were listening to that and then I started, I just needed podcasts and I hate when people get in a podcast voice when they're like hello today yeah, on yes. today on j train we shall be discussing the annex of puerto rico yeah yeah, yeah it's very it's so annoying and so when i'm cleaning when, when i'm on the train even like in the city in new york it's like i can't even ride the train without listening to something like i just need something sure so, to you i will be in there and i'm so sad i'm missing shelby like i'm so well shelby sad. is here in spirit shelby where are you he speaks I to ha- us from the great beyond shelby are you here shelby. say hi to danielle like, okay, I love so you, but Shelby sets it off. Like, he, how fast he is with his fingers. Like, to, wonder why he doesn't have a woman. If he's Here fast. we go. But it's like, so his wit, he's so funny. And the dry sense of humor and how he delivers it. It's so sarcastic. I am on the train dying at Shelby. Shelby's okay. nuts are fully feathered right yeah. now. I can, <laughs> Shelby, tell us how feathered you feel right now. Okay, so I'm the, do a photo shoot. What's that? Shelby needs to photograph me. That would be- I, I think he does. <laughs> I think that would be a fun. I think the audience is cheering for you and Shelby to get together right. in any way you guys can. This is great. So I just find it very interesting that no matter what walk of life people are at, no matter what race, culture, social, economic status, everyone wants relationship questions. Everyone has a problem. Well, it's the Not it's sweet. it's the one thing every guy, no matter how um, how much money or where they are in life, has has said, "Fuck that chick." 
And every girl has said the same thing about a dude. So that piece of shit. So that's kind of what connects us all is that we can all, you know, commiserate. That's kind of why I love, I, you know, half the show is reading the emails and sometimes I get upset. Some people are like, well, you know, that sometimes the guests will be like, that was a long email. I'm like, yeah, but that's part of the show is hearing other people going through these problems and knowing you're not alone. It's a long email because women love a long email. Well, are you ready? Tell me the tweet, bitch. Tell me. Let's let's do it. Are you ready to do some emails? I'm ready. Awesome. We're very excited to have you, Danielle. At Danielle Monet on Instagram. Podcast at gmail.com. Corona romance gone cold. J train a million feathers for the king of Haas. I recommend your quarantine content to everyone I know and always do my best to tag a bitch. Recently had a Corona romance going on that lasted about a month. It's so crazy that now you could have been seeing someone a month. And I put in quotes seeing through the coronavirus, through quarantine and never have hung out in person. Because when are we, we're about like a month in or just crossed a month, right? Just crossed we're getting over that. You know, some people have been six weeks. It, it depends. But I'm just saying, like, some people could have been dating someone for a long yeah. time and never have even touched their hand. Yeah. We were texting every day, phone and video chatted, felt a serious vibe going. And then as of this past week, he's fallen off. I guess I wouldn't consider it a quote unquote ghost because he did respond to my last text when I reached out to check in. But I feel like in general, it's gone from 100 to zero and I can't help feel sad that it ended or at least cooled off significantly. Do I call this out or just accept it is what it is and move on? Appreciate all that you do. What do you think? I always listen to you because I heard you say this sometime last summer and it's it, it sticks with me because I tend to do it and I tend to let the guy drive it for me is that if you start off really hot and heavy, it screws you. And you always say that because it's like you have nowhere to go. You go downhill and you're doing all this at the beginning. So for me, like I get so excited when I start vibing with someone and it's good. And mm. then if it kind of cools off, I'm like, oh, something must be happening. What's going on? Why didn't he write me? When really all actuality is we're probably going to be inside for another month. So what more do you want? Also, I'm at this place too, where it's like, am I even wasting my time? Because when you meet someone in person, it's like, then you could have so much great chemistry. I mean, I guess a phone chat. Well, I, I think I think what she's bringing up is a very real problem. And what you're saying is true as well. It's like, I think the problem, I think these this quarantine dating setup is one where for men, especially, there's no chance at casual. Yeah. It is, you know, they have never... They've never touched hands and yeah. they're calling every day, video chatting, felt a serious vibe going. And then he falls off because he's like, fuck, I, and when we get out of this, I am in a relationship, yeah. whether I like it or not. And it's like she might say, well, I didn't ask for that, but it doesn't matter. You don't have to ask for it. You know, when you reach the end of the street, you got to make a right or left. You can't just go backwards so he is trying and i i would say to her i empathize with his position because it's like where's he you know it either is it gets to i love you land or it doesn't Mm. 
Right. You know, and it's like his right. only I'm sure his only option is thinking, man, I'm on the phone with this girl every day. I'm I'm all also still swiping. I'm still yeah. tindering. I'm still, you know, bumbling or hinging or whatever time, it is. Men are probably just bored in quarantine where women are developing feelings. Men are like, oh, I'm just bored. I'm just talking it out. I'm just yeah. having a phone call. And right. I would say to her. I don't know if you call it out. I don't think you just, I, I think there's somewhere in between calling out and accepting it. I think you can right. say to him, hey, where'd you go? And not be, I think like sometimes the mistake is to get personally offended. Yeah. Like, like if he, if he, like, cause at this point he backed off because in his mind, he's like, I, what I would think in his mind, he's going, I don't, I, I don't want to get so far ahead that I can't even get out of this quarantine, maybe have sex, maybe fool around and then make a decision. Right. A lot of people are out there wanting to make the decision to have sex. You know, like she might be like, hey, when we get out, we're basically together and we, you know, if we have sex like that, now we have to have like a breakup. Like, yeah. and that's like a kind of what he's avoiding. He's avoiding losing out on that. So I would say. Yeah. What she needs to do is like, be like, hey, where you been? Kind of like make him at ease. Like, yeah, we're just hanging out. I'm happy. Maybe back off on the phone calls. And when this ends, I think that's a door that could be opened again. But at least it starts from a little bit of a casual place where you both don't feel like that first date is the 20th date. Do you know right. what I mean? And also like last week, so your writers probably write in like last week, she probably wrote this or the past couple days. In the past couple days, a lot of people have been extending when their stay at home order is like in North yeah. Carolina or in New York. So it's like, he might've been like, okay, still the end of the month, still May 8th. And now maybe she should look at that too. Like if it got extended, he's like, all right, we need to really slow down because I feel like she wants me to meet her parents. I think a lot of times what women do wrong is they don't ask themselves, what do I want? Like they're not, Absolutely. Like, they're not like, Oh, well he's kind of pulled back a little bit. What's wrong? Well, do you like how that's making you feel? Do you want sure. someone who's not going to pull back? If you want someone that's not going to pull back, then pull your ass back too, because well, you're I not okay with that as well. Are you being active on dating apps? Are you are you meeting guys? Yeah. Ugh. Um. Yeah. Like. Yeah. No. Because of course, like I'm on Raya, and it's just like horrible. Like every listeners at home, Raya's the yeah. famous one. Yeah, and like everyone thinks they're great and fun, or like fine or whatever. And so I, I just feel like I've gotten on Hinge once, and I <clears throat> met someone. Um. I only stayed on like two weeks, and everyone was like it wasn't my vibe and like people were so trusting, like, let me have your phone number. And I was like, uh, I don't know. Like, and I don't know sure. how things work and it's just unnatural for me. I was in a relationship for almost seven years. And, um, when we got like, there were no dating apps before it. So when I got yeah. out and I'm like, Oh, how does this work? So the whole guy on hinge, like it didn't go well. And I actually, <laughs> I actually used Jared, verbatim okay. um, his words from the J train podcast in like, I guess our breakup conversation or the co He didn't think it was going to be a breakup conversation, but I realized what he's telling me was a hell no, you don't want to be responsible for my feelings, which is a J yeah. ism. And so, yeah, like I'm not now, but then all my friends are telling me like it's quarantine. You should get on them. But well, it's know, a, I'm but way more comfortable with like Instagram. If someone wants to slide in my Instagram. Yeah. Okay, the word is out there, Shelby. Yeah. <laughs> so I, but I, I, I think that makes a lot of sense for this emailer where you're saying like 
This guy isn't sure if he wants to be responsible for you in an outside of quarantine world. Right. So he, a lot of these guys that you're meeting are backing off after it's getting hot and heavy because they're like, there's nowhere else to go. I don't even know what they smell like. So I think for her, it's realistic, which is okay. Which is okay. I think she shouldn't. I think she should not freak out. I think she should play it cool, which I'm not a fan of. Usually if you should, the cool girl gets, you know, where you should speak your feelings, but unless he's like really hurt you or said something nasty, you shouldn't really, I think you should play cool and you should keep this roster full of guys. Yeah. End of quarantine, you're going to have your little black book and you're going to say, hey, where you been? Let's grab it yep. real casual. and see That's the move. Because I, I, I think it's even, I would even add on to that. I agree completely. Like, this is totally a cool guy to like reach out to in the future. Yeah. I think you even go to him, hey, I've had a blast talking with you. I've gotten enough to know that I would love to get a drink when this all ends. Um, but when it, but I just want to let you know, like, I'm not disappearing. I'm here, but we don't have to talk every day. Let's figure this out when this thing breaks out. Yeah. Honesty is, that's so hard to say. That's, that's hard to good. say. I mean, but if you, I if I had girls don't say that. So if you said that to a guy, he'd be like, Oh, okay. I would be relieved. I yeah. would be like, okay. I would be like, okay, now I'm not like, you know, like, Oh, I got to check in with this chick I've never met. Like you do get to the point on these dating apps where you're like, Oh, I haven't heard, you know, like if you come at this guy, if, if a girl came at me who I've like only texted with for a month yeah. and was all of a sudden like, Hey, uh, this conversation can only go so far. Like I enjoy talking to you, but I'm pretty sure I want to go on a date with you when this guy rings out. Uh, let me know. I would yeah. be like, Oh, whew, wow. She's, this is, this is kind of like someone who gets it. Yeah, that's good. Jay- and it's good to be like, I want to get, I want to go on a date or I want to get a drink to be direct. So he's not like, Oh, what do you want to do? Oh. Yeah. Hey, I'd love to do a drink when this is done. Yeah. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Danielle Monet at Danielle Monet. You're you would rather meet someone over Instagram. I'm more comfortable with that than a dating app, but I'm not opposed. I hate when people's opening on dating apps, girls, they say something and girls are like, ah, I'm not into this whole dating app thing. You're like, Oh, I don't know. Like, you know, don't be on it. Yeah. And so I hate to say that. Like 2020 was going to (laughs) be, this is funny. I was telling my grandma this last night. I was like, 2020 was going to be my dating year. I was like, okay, I'm going to put myself out there. I'm really going to give time to it. I'm not going to be as busy. I'm going to maybe go on the date with the guy that I'm probably not my type, but my type's not working out for me. So let's try give it a shot. And then motherfuck. I mean, two and a half months <laughs> in. And then and 2020 you, was like, get the fuck home, bitch. Oh my gosh. Ain't no one to get married this year. Ain't no one having a baby. So it's like by the time. What happened, around, what happened in the seven year relationship? What, what? Um, we were together. It was, it was broken up. So it was like three and a half. God, two maybe three years and then broken up a year and a half, but we still mm-hmm. like emotionally support each other and talk and then broke up two and a half. And I, I just needed more. And I would tell him I needed more. Um, he, I never felt like in the beginning he was really good. Um, and then he had to move to China. And when he moved to China, then I'm all about long distance. I was working with WWE and we'll I figured it out. And I think I buried myself in my career too when things got really bad because I didn't want to know what was going on. So you yeah, don't want to deal I mean, with it. 
Yeah. And then when we got back together, he was super jaded, super heartbroken for me and getting back together with an ex. I mean, I don't know if I'd ever. It's tough. You have to really be able to be confident in who you are and confident that the person. Yeah. yeah, It's tough. He was trying to be like super controlling of me because he didn't want to get hurt or he never wanted to fully let me in. And, you know, I still was like kind of young. It was like late twenties and, to be fair, I just if I didn't have WWE and if I wasn't working on the road 300 days a year, it probably would have ended a lot quicker than it was. But sure, was comfortable and he knew me before fame and stuff, so I really like that. Well, that's also like part of the comforting thing where you said like on a dating app, someone's like, "Give me your number," and they're comfortable too quick. You know, yeah. I would assume that you, with such a big following, you're not sure like. Oh, are they just not saying that they know me, but they know me? Oh, that's a whole other thing, too. And it's like people ask me all the time on my Q&As, like, would you date someone not famous or not in entertainment? And, like, i rather that. Like, I yeah. want someone that, you know, has the same interests in me, like, likes to go to the gym and has a healthy lifestyle and, like, is out. But then, it, but then it becomes, like, I would assume that the 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 bullseye becomes smaller because then you're like, yeah, I would love someone that's outside of, uh, uh that's not, well uh famous but then you're like but they also have to be cool with being around someone who has a following and someone yeah, who I mean, puts themselves out there yeah like you definitely have to be confident or comfortable with like me or like me having eyes or me being recognized in public and stuff like sure. that like i'm not one i hate it like when people recognize me if they're like you look familiar i'm like oh i just have one of those faces and like i to i'm so outgoing but i like my armpits get sweaty and i get anxiety I'm like i gotta go um <laughs> But like you have to be confident because a lot of guys will belittle me and a lot of guys will play the whole game where it's like they try to seem smarter than me or like make me feel sure. bad, make themselves. Well, because they know that you're, you know, you're a beautiful woman and they know that other they don't have the confidence to just let it be them or, or not. Yeah, and I think I'll have confidence and we're not in a competition. Like I just want to do yeah. like next to someone not in front, not behind. I just want to do life together and I'm just a normal person. So I'd rather you not know who I am because I think um, maybe I'm intimidated or like people assume who they they think I know. Well, also you want like I think the nice thing is like I know with my girlfriend um, like listen I don't have the uh, a huge following but like when someone says like hey I you know I love your stuff love the podcast like I know and I'm with her she'll like roll her eyes at me and I'll make fun of it and whatever yeah. but it is nice that like she's excited for that experience with oh, me. Yeah. Like, you know, like you don't want someone who's going to like look at that and go, Oh, another person come on up to you. It's like, no, yeah. no, no. Like she's as, as pumped as I am that people enjoy it. You know, yeah. you have to like, it was weird. Even last year, like um, my friends tried to set me up with like a real estate agent. Um, and they were like, Oh, he's cool. He's a little younger. So I like, wasn't really sold on it, but I was like, sure, I'll give it a try. And we had a great date. Everything was fine. I was totally into him. He called me like a celebrity twice, I think. But then I heard myself and I was like, okay, no one can, you cannot, um, some people can't read mine. So like, unless you yeah. tell them, don't. So I was like, hey, I just consider myself a normal person here eating with you tonight. We had a great night, kissed him at the end of the night, came in. He texted me, let's go out again. We never had the text exchange like it just never went anywhere a month later sure. my friends were like so whatever happened and he was like oh i just can't imagine the guys that ask her out the guys that have money and like i'm not established and for men men but, have to be established with that career and everything that's very true they have to be established but also that's interesting because you never know what's going on across the table 
Like Perfect. you don't know their insecurities. So like, just like we're talking about with that last email where the girl's like, Hey, like it was so hot and then it got cold. Like, you don't know if he's insecure about what his job is going to be after this, or if he has the ability to date after this, yeah. or if he's ready to be in a, that he's ready to be in the date 20 range with you that he yeah. never expected to be. It's tough. We are sponsor people. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Noom. Getting in shape isn't just about losing weight. It's about learning healthier habits and feeling better about yourself. Maybe it's getting into your gold jeans, having more stamina, or just treating yourself better. What if you could use one app for all that? No more hunting for training apps, workouts, or calorie trackers. There is a new app called Noom. Noom. Noom that will help you develop a healthy lifestyle for years to come. I, I, I love what Noom is doing. Because I have the app, it pings you. It's just a subtle reminder. And nowadays when you're at home a lot and the hours go on and it's just like a whole day of looking at the fridge and uh, should I eat, should I not eat, should I eat, should I not eat? Their whole thing is about learning, not dieting. They want you to build better habits. So the more you know, people, the more you know about the things you're putting in your body, the better you will be at not putting in the wrong things in your body. On the Noom app, you can get tailored lessons, log food you eat, and learn a new lifestyle. Noom helps you change your habits, develop a new relationship with food. It's based in psychology. The way you think about food is important. Learn through personalized courses how, how you can replace your old habits with healthier ones. No, no food is good or bad. Noom teacher you, teaches you moderation. At Noom, small steps lead to big progress. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash J-Train. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash J-Train. What do you have to lose? Visit Noom.com slash J-Train to start your trial today. Again, that's Noom.com slash J-Train and start losing weight for good. Let's do another email. J-Train podcast at gmail.com. Playing hard to get in the time of Corona. (laughs) <laughs> now is not the time to play hard to get. Get I've it been all. A fan, I've been a fan since the TFM days. I'll see you at your show in Raleigh, North Carolina this fall. Oh Can't God. wait to see you live. That's why I'm going to be doing shows there this fall. Oh my God. I'd, I'd love your insight and wisdom on my current situation. There's a guy I've known for a couple of years now. We went on a few dates in 2018. There may have been a makeout sesh or two in there, but nothing more. I didn't feel a romantic spark at the time, so it kind of fizzled out. But the work in the same, but we work in the same field, so we uh, would very occasionally text about work. And a few times he invited me to parties at his place, but I never ended up going. Fast forward to the present. Both he and I have had relationships in the interim, but we are both now single. We've started to Snapchat a bit, and last night we were texting and things got pretty flirty. I feel like I've begun to see him in a new way, and I'm definitely interested in being more than friends. My question are, one, during quarantine, how do I signal that I'm interested? I think she already did, no? Yeah, if they're Snapchatting. If they're Snapchatting, if you're letting... Okay, and, and I... It's the tough part for her, and I'm sure this is where I kind of get where she's coming from. Like, they're texting, but how do you say, like, you can't be like, hey, let's do a drink tomorrow to let, you know, like, that's the real signal. Yeah, it's like bored being nice and being high during quarantine. Like, how's your quarantine going? Or I'm interested. That is hard. It's hard. There's no in between. And then she writes, two, I don't want to just throw myself on this guy, and I'd like to play a little hard to get. Is that even possible during these times? Thanks for your infinite wisdom and advice. So what do you think? Is it possible? I I love that situation because I think 
coming back to something like you already know them, you already have a rapport. I think timing is everything, especially for men. Timing is so much. And mm. um, women, we tend to forget about people and men. It's like, oh yeah, I wonder, like, I'm not, I wasn't ready for her then. I'm ready for her now. Sure. Um, so I don't think he's necessarily thinking like that. Like I think to keep everything simple with guys, I think maybe he saw your Instagram post. He thought your Instagram story was hot, a Snapchat, something. And then he was like, oh, I'll check in with her. See if, what do you say? See if my penis still likes it. See if the <laughs> penis is still down. I, I am with you. I think there's a few things in this email that I want to pull out. Yeah. She says they went on a few dates in 2018. There may have been a makeout session or two in there, but nothing more. I didn't feel a romantic spark at the time, so it fizzled out. So with these things that come – so right now what's going on a lot is a lot of guys are going through the Rolodex of people that were attracted to no, enough to them at a certain time. Right. He's not going to a dating app and finding a new chick. He's going back to someone who would who said yes to making out with him. So yeah. you don't know if this is just a boredom thing or a Snapchat right. thing. I think when you let something fizzle out because you're not into it, a lot of guys take advantage of that. They'll go, all right, well, she already dumped me once before, but maybe she would just hook up. Yeah. Oh, they're so, all coming out of the woodwork. Like, the, it is great, especially- Are you getting past- a lot? Yes, and you just have to be like, I'm the type of person that it's like, when we're done, I am done. Like, yeah. there's maybe like a two to six week, I'm not even like sexually attracted to you at all. Like- That's it, well- yeah, this guy's. But that's the thing this guy's playing off of. He goes, yeah. a lot of guys know that when you come back and do that, because they were flirty over Snapchat and text. So now yeah. he knows, okay, she's back to being flirty again. She went on the date before. She doesn't see me as a serious person. In his mind, keep it simple, just like you said. Yeah. This is someone who's down to be casual. Yeah. It doesn't sound like that's what she wants. If I'm reading her email correctly, yeah. she's saying, how do I single that I'm interested and I don't want to just throw myself out to the guy? How do I play hard to get? Yeah. The, 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 so the if trick she wanted to- casual, she'd be throwing it out there. She'd so be throwing it out there. Also, she is, she is living in a world where he's just being the same as her he is not being the same as her no. she thinks oh i gotta play hard to get i won't answer his snap that's not how you play hard to get the way you play hard to get is to let him know hey we really i think she needs to be upfront. you gotta go hey i'm i actually would love to get a drink again i know we didn't work out the first time but this has been a lot of fun talking with you you have yeah. to let him know i like what's happening here i don't want to do just this i want to go here and then so see you, how he reacts. Because and then he, he either makes out, a plan. Correct. If he backs off a little or if he just starts sending fire emojis to your Instagram picture, then we know. Then but if we know. Like, yeah, sure. Love to have a drink. But then two part, you got to see who actually comes through. And well, then he's got to make that drink. But I, I think when you play, she thinks playing hard to get is like, no, I won't send you my tit over Snapchat. No, 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 no. Just <laughs> having that conversation is enough for him. Right. Hard to get is saying, hey, in a month, I am down to get right. a drink with you. 
Yeah. I'm down, but I'm only down for drinks. I'm not down for this like pen pal, Snapchat, a picture of my elbow and, it, you know, let you know that I'm naked other than the elbow move. Like that is easy to And you don't always have to like be so serious about it. Like you can say it as a joke. Like we're in a freaking pandemic. Like shit is wild. So you can be like, yeah. hey, if you and I actually make it out of here by the grace of God, maybe we meet for that drink to celebrate our freedom or like something Absolutely. where it's like fun and you're still the cool girl, but like, bitch, I ain't sending you nudes at 2 a.m. You, the, the, the trick is to not let this trail over months. The yeah. trick is to let them know what you want, let them know when it's going to happen and give them all the tools to build the house. And he either builds it or he doesn't. We are sponsor people. Quip, Quip, Quip. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Quip. Here's what I love about Quip. They are teaching you a better routine for every day. You think you brush right? Ah, uh, Quip's going to teach you differently. Quip. You think you brush for two minutes? Uh-uh. You think you change your brush on a regular basis? Uh-uh. Quip keeps you honest. They make they have that 30-second buzzer so that you know how long you're brushing your teeth for. They'll It'll turn off at two minutes. Also, they'll send you refill packs when you're supposed to get them dentist-recommended. So Quip is here to help you build good habits. So what's a good habit? That means brushing for two minutes twice a day, flossing regularly. Quip makes it easy by delivering all the oral care essentials you need to brush and floss better. Uh, Quip will, also has an eco-friendly refillable floss with a dispenser to keep for, you keep for life, an expanding string that helps clean to clean in between. Quip brush head, toothpaste, and floss refills are automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5 each. A friendly reminder when it's time to refresh and to stay committed to your oral health and shopping is shipping is free. Join the over 3 million happy customers and practice good oral care easily and affordably with Quip starting at $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash JTrain, that's getquip.com slash JTrain, right now you'll get your first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash JTrain. Spell G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash JTrain. Quip, the good habits company. J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com you want to oh, you want a long one yeah let's do it I love a long one okay Danielle Monet at Danielle Monet Jared it's called bumble browsing while I was Corin visiting Corin uh, visiting we're really <laughs> we really have a lot we're really gonna All have right. a lot of words uh, long time listener to the podcast bumble thank well, the 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 problem with Bumble is, is like marketed as this like feminism dating app, yeah. but it made it easier for guys. Like guys want less options. As yeah. much as we don't say, we want to know who wants us more than everyone else. Yeah. And it's like a Bumble, at least on Tinder, if you matched, he either made a move or he didn't. Yeah. Bumble, you get a match, and then if you get four girls that match, one of them's like, ooh, me, ooh, me. You're like, okay, at least I know you yeah. want and I where to zone in. First. Like, I'm pretty ballsy, and like, if I see a cute guy, I'll talk to him maybe, or like, I'll go up to him, or I'll reopen a conversation, but I am not running someone first, especially on a dating app. No way. 
Let's see what happens. Thank you so much for giving me the daily guys POV, especially in these weird COVID dating times. I'll get right to it. I matched with a guy on Bumble when quarantine first heart hit in March. After texting every day, FaceTiming and calling one to two times a week, every week for hours, we mutually decided that I would go to his place to hang out since we both lived alone. Have been doing quarantine alone since this all began and have shown no symptoms. I love the self-diagnosis all these people are doing. I don't know if this matters, but we did meet six feet away uh, a few weeks ago when I delivered some coffee to his workplace, so we already kind of knew what we looked like in person. That's very nice. Yeah. Fast forward to last night. Truthfully, I thought we had a great time snuggling, drinking, eating, laughing, and watching scary movies. It felt like our FaceTime dates, but elevated because we could actually touch each other. Oh, thank you. <laughs> She's like, but Ella, we know why. Yeah. At, at one point, I went to the bathroom, and when I came back, I suggested we should order a pizza. When he got on his phone to order, I saw that he had been on Bumble while I was in the bathroom. He didn't scramble to hide or anything, and the night continued on, even though I thought it was a little strange. He didn't use his phone that night except to show me some videos of his family, so he wasn't uh, texting other people. I ended up staying over because I got drunk, and while we were cuddling in bed, no sex, I brought up his bumble swiping in a joking manner. At first, he tried to say that he had received a message from a girl, but then shortly after that said, uh, at this point, it's just a habit to go on. It's pretty mindless. I didn't want to think too much into it, so I negged him a bit. We laughed it off, and that left it at that. However, now that it's the next morning and I'm home, I can't help but feel disrespected that I was at his apartment, literally with him, and yet he couldn't help himself from still seeing what what else was out there. My question is, should I confront him about feeling disrespected or should I just brush it off? I am aware that we aren't exclusive and we are and that we are talking to other people throughout this time. I'm almost I'm also dating others, but I'm annoyed that he couldn't just put a pause in the Bumble browsing while I was there. At least I like this guy wouldn't have left the house otherwise. So it kind of makes me feel like I'm not very special and that our tenuous connection we formed really isn't anything to him. Is this just a sign I'm missing that he isn't into me or not looking for anything more with me? Any advice is appreciated. What do you think? Well, first of all, kudos to her for bringing it up. I mean, yeah, that's all um, the, that is knowing what she wants and not being afraid to speak up. That's her setting boundaries and being like, I ain't that bitch because I yep. my mind. I'm so not that person. I'm trying to be more um, like it, w- having a conversation of defining the relationship instead of being like, well, are you sleeping with others? We should sure. use condoms. Being like, no, my feelings would be hurt. So like I'm yeah. trying to be more of that person. So that's awesome for her. I think it's two things. Um, I think A, he either, maybe I've just dealt with every fuckboy of the world, but he <laughs> either intentionally did this to show to kind of like let you see but not to let you know okay. hey this is what's happening this is casual i love you came over i'm horny like i also enjoy your attention but it is what it is or but like not to hurt her feelings but just to be like hey or how guys like, i'm still or, out there it's a little oh, bit of a like, stiff arm what you're saying yeah, or like guys like pictures of girls in front of you where they could wait till afterwards but also sure too, do it could be mindless and i think sometimes when guys are single for so long be and they're not used to having someone with them or like liking a girl or whatever it's almost like they forget how to even be in something like they're just yeah i i will take his side on the mindless thing i have done what he did to her so 
I, 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 I recently too. <laughs> have you done it? Like I don't even like Raya, but I'm like I think I've opened Raya at a boy's house. Yeah. Well, the reality is there's there. I call it the phone dance. Yeah. You do the phone dance every time you go on the phone. You go Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, email. Twitter, Instagram, yeah. Snapchat, email. Sometimes I'll open it up three times in a row, yeah. and, I'll, and I'll have to go, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. I just opened up Instagram. So, I, And also to her point, too, like, she, she's – it's a weird time. So, like, however yeah. you're feeling, you're entitled to that feeling – it's a hundred percent. Nothing's wrong with how you're feeling. You're, you know, it's valid. But I also think too, it's just a weird time where like you are that girl. He has set boundary. He set foundation with you. He's talking to you. He's sure. inviting you over. What's a girl that he matches with on Bumble that he has to start again over with. He don't have your feelings. Like you got to realize you're that bitch. I, like, he I, has you over there. I, I'm on your side with that. I'm happy you're putting it that way because it's hard for me to say sometimes where it's like, like guys, when you say like guys are simple, we're stupid. Um, and I'm not giving him, I'm not saying what he did wasn't wrong or disrespectful, but what I'm saying is it wasn't in, he wasn't having you at the front of mind. You guys don't live together. Like if I pulled out, like, you know, like, like I'm used to, I just moved in with my girlfriend a couple weeks ago. Like yeah. I'm used to a very specific, now we're getting used to molding our lives together. We're getting used to like, Oh, when do you use the bathroom? When do I use the bathroom that I just know how to live around? I'm learning every day how to live around her. And she's learning the same about how to live around me. Also, how to live around each other's emotions when we're right. mad, when we're happy, when to walk away. This guy, you're walking into his home during a quarantine where he spent 99% of his time. His he is in this He's in this mode where it's like phone out, uh, a dating app open. That's what he's in the mode of. That is not to say he's not having a great time with you. But if you wanted to, if this, if this woman wanted to say, be like, hey. It really fucking hurt my feelings to see that dating app open. I understand we're dating other people, but some illusion would be fucking nice. That's a good way of saying it, but also going, but I'm having a good time with you. Yeah. But I am like, but I am enjoying uh, getting to know you. And I think like, especially when, when the ease of getting to know someone exists while also the ease of getting to meet new people exists, like on the same yeah. phone, you're going to run into each other. So you're going to have to be okay with that at a certain point. Every guy you meet isn't going to be like swiping in front of your face by accident, yeah. but every guy you meet is going to be swiping while dating you. Yeah, for so sure. So if this is and a good combination. Right now, I mean, every absolutely. Guy, every good girl, as you should be, like any of my friends that are developing feelings for guys or this and that, I'm like, yeah, I mean, I hate to even say that you have to protect yourself, but like, we don't know when we're getting out of here. You could get out of here, have given two and a half months to one guy, and it just fall flat. And you're like, oh, it's kind of a dud. Damn, like I should have been talking to other people. I should have been doing this. So it's almost like we should treat the pandemic like a breakup. Like, yeah, I, I break up, and we're just meeting new people and helping each other get through our days. It's weird. I do disagree with you on one thing where I don't, I, I think it's a very low confidence move to go to sh to be swiping to show someone yeah. that you're swiping. I I I'm not saying it's out of like I just don't I wouldn't do that to like someone I liked. Um I I just, I, I just hang out with assholes. It's okay. uh, well, <laughs> it's not to say you're hanging out with assholes, but I I I, I think I think like this is like 
I don't think this is like a deal breaker move. Like if you see no. the dating app, like you're still dating, he's still dating. That's totally understood. I think this is something to put on the list of things. Listen, if every, if, if, if the next date he's liking girls on Instagram and going, look at this hot chick. Yeah. Then I would be like, oh, maybe he is a low confidence dude who does this shit. Yeah. But if the next date he's a, he's a good soldier, that means he cared enough about meeting you right. to change a habit that upset you. So yeah. I think that is something to like look out for, but also like make it known. I think it's okay to be like, hey, I still feel like shit, but I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm excited to meet you. I'm excited to hang out with you again. But just know, like, let's have a little illusion. Yeah, I think when you meet someone, when you first meet someone, you're meeting their lawyer. You're meeting the representation of themselves that they're wanting the public to perceive, you to perceive. Sure. You don't let everyone, you don't like burp and like you wear deodorant. There's certain things you don't talk about your exes. You don't talk about your crazy moms, certain things. So as you get to know the person, you have you become yourself in a way and it's like you start to form your case there are things you take and you back pocket if it was me i take this i go okay bumble cool back pocket then i see if he does it again then i see oh are tons of girls following him and he follows them back or do girls follow him and he doesn't care like i yeah. just back pocket a lot of things to them make my judgment on someone absolutely and then i realize and then if i do have a problem with it and it is eating me up alive I then bring it up. I think every time that you have a problem with someone, it's a reflection with you as well. There's something that is um, an insecurity with you or there's something that you don't like in that situation. When I was recently, like back in January, um, had feelings for the guy I was dating and he, I, we met on a dating app. I was still on the dating app, but I was getting to that point where I'm like, oh, I wonder, it's been so long since I wanted to be exclusive with someone. I haven't been exclusive in like three years with someone. So I was like, oh, I mm. wonder if he's still on the dating apps. And I wonder if he's not. And I was like, okay, it's too early to say it, which there's no too early or too not. Yeah. And then once I saw like a certain, like this really, really hot girl commenting on his pictures and all this stuff, I was like, man, it started to make me not feel good. But then I was thinking about, it. I'm like, I'm the one he's hanging out with. I'm the one he's on date. What I just said to you, sure. I would be happy about it. But that's because that was my own insecurity. My insecurity of being like, am I good enough for him? Does he want to claim me? Does he want to put the title on me? When really, I'm that bitch. I just forget sometimes. So Yeah, and, and also you can say to him, hey, it's, I think it's like, it, I think a lot of women like live in this world where like it's either crazy or not crazy. Yeah. Like if you said to him, hey, uh, there's a girl that keeps commenting on your thing. Who is it? Like who's yeah. that girl that keeps commenting? She's hot. It's kind of annoying me. Yeah. He would he would either go, oh, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Or he'll go, yeah, that's a girl that like we're friends and yeah. I don't really know. And he'd have an explanation. And you would immediately feel better or worse. And I think like a lot of times we don't ask the questions because we don't want to. We're just afraid of the worst. Right. We, you know, we don't too, even. If that's enough to scare someone away, then go. Bye. Gotta go. Yeah. You know, so like I did end up asking him and he was like, to it was like totally fine and cool with it. But in my head, I was like, I'm not really ready to be exclusive. I just don't want him on dating apps going out with other girls. So really, <laughs> at the end of the day, it was something to deal with me. So, yeah. you know, if he, if she sees this and it upset her, that's fine. But like, she should also like, look at herself and be like, okay, what, what is it about me? Like, why, you know, do I want to be exclusive with him or is it just the quarantine? 
Do I yeah. have another guy? Do I not? Am I bored? You know, it's hard to tell those things right it's, now. I think so right hard. now, it's for, so for, hard to tell. This is like, yeah. you know, right now, there's a lot of things we're doing. Like, do I even like this? Or is this the life that I've put together to get through this moment? Oh, yeah. The wheels are off. Like, this is a <laughs> pandemic. Anything goes. There are guys that I would never, ever, ever go on one date with because I know better. And now I'm like... Are you guys quarantined? Has it been yeah. four Because I'm going to come make pancakes with y'all. I'm like, because <laughs> Shelby, get like, in the DMs, Shelby. Shelby. <laughs> it's just crazy. Like, really, but there's no rules. Like, whatever gets you through these two months where you don't have to, like, take Xanax, do it. We are sponsor people. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. During this time of change, we want you to know that ZipRecruiter's focus hasn't changed. They're still doing what they've always done, helping people find work and helping businesses find the right people for their open roles. If you're looking for a job, ZipRecruiter is working with you to find the right job faster. They are dedicated to helping you get hired. From caretaking to delivering food and goods to building medical facilities, supplying protective equipment, and so much more. In fact, ZipRecruiter's app... We'll send you up-to-date job openings so you can be one of the first to apply. And if you're actively hiring, ZipRecruiter will invite candidates to apply to your most urgent roles, making it faster and easier to, to reach the people you need. By connecting people who need jobs and companies that need people, ZipRecruiter is working with all of us so we can keep moving forward. Let's, get, let's work together. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash work together. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash work together. J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com. Let's do one more. This has been fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been great. Everyone go follow Danielle at Danielle Monet. Go, 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 go right now. How to get a guy to help without nagging. (laughs) Jared, love the podcast. I'm grateful you're doing uh, the listen to your heart thing on Insta. My fiance and I have been together for two years and recently moved in together. I want to know how to get him to pull his weight around the house without becoming a nag. I'm currently cooking, cleaning, and doing the remodeling. Oh, she does it all. Uh, Previously, when we'd stay in the same house for multiple days, he did help out a lot. I'm not sure what happened, but I'm not trying to be his mom. He'll do whatever I ask if I ask multiple times. I just don't want to do that. I created a this needs done list, and so far I'm the one accomplishing it. I'm working two days a week, and he's working from home five days, but honestly, the na- he naps all day. When I'm home and he's napping, and I get so annoyed that I'm doing stuff that he and he's not, and he's not, it's causing me to be, la- uh, me to be lazy too. What do you think? I mean, it, it just has to be a very blunt conversation. My ex and I, um, when we lived together, he's lazy in general. So it mm. wasn't like really like, oh, before he cleaned up and he didn't. But he would leave towels everywhere. I'd slip and fall the water. Yeah. He was so tall that like, I feel like men don't know how to dry off in the shower. They just dry off like walking <laughs> around the house. So eventually I just had to sit him down and I was like, I am not your mom. I don't have time to do this. I want us to do it together. And I don't want to You lose that sexual connection if you're nagging. So I understand sure. what he's saying. And his resolution for it, which was great for me, was, all right, fine. How about I get a house cleaner once a week? And I was like, there you go. Okay. And, he, and okay. the thing is like, he didn't know it annoyed me. His mom cuts his steak for him when he's in his 20s with like who's this you dated this guy oh my gosh that was like kind of a running joke but he was 23 and his mom would cut a steak for him at one point and so i never saw it happen again but his mom did love like cooking and cleaning and a lot of men 
mothers coddle them. I, I'm with you. I, I mean, my, I'm, I'm a, a son of a Jewish mom, so I, I have been coddled like crazy. I, I love what you said. You can't uh, um, unless you speak it. Well, you got to come out and say something. And, and you're already with the ring, honey. Like, be a bitch. That it's time to let it out. And I think um, the this needs to be done list is not enough. You might be thinking, well, it needs to be done. But here's the thing. Guys, and I, I think I'll speak for myself. I like the, like, I am a lazy, I'm the laziest. I bend at the waist, okay? <laughs> I don't even bend at the knees. My girlfriend and I moved in together and we had to move from her apartment downstairs, the studio, to the one bedroom that we're in right now. Yeah. So the, we had a whole day where movers were coming and then, you know, we were going to like do stuff. She wakes up early. She starts going. She's moving stuff. She's everything. And then like I get up, I'm making coffee. She's like, when are you going to start helping? I'm like, well, the movers are coming. Why would we, we we're paying people to do this? She's like, well, uh, you should do something. Like I've been up since eight o'clock and it's like. Here's where I don't respond. I don't respond to I've been up since eight o'clock because that was your choice. Yeah. That was so when she says I'm working two days a week and he's working from home five days, but honestly he naps all day. And when I'm home and he's napping, I get so annoyed that I'm doing stuff and he's not. It's causing me to be lazy too. Oh, I just want to do that. I created uh, so far. I'm the one accomplishing the I do the uh, the needs to done list. So I. First of all, this needs done list is the worst name for a list ever yeah. in this. <laughs> yeah. No one can read that. That's a, this needs done yeah. list. How about get it fucking done list? That yeah, okay? Yeah. So enough. How about get it done, or else you're not getting sex. List. Yeah, you're not getting blown list. Uh, yeah, change the name of the list. That's another way too that could be fun during a pandemic. That's crazy. Like that you can make. I like. I mean, I'm the person that like when I'm in tears, I make a joke. So probably sure. So it's like. Get a French maid outfit, order it offline, whoever the <laughs> sponsors is, come in, start cleaning with your butt out and everything. And yeah. Like, what the hell? And then be like, and get them all turned on and then say, we got to talk. And yeah, stop, now, right this is all about cleaning. We're going to so have a conversation. Funny. I dressed, I dressed in a theme outfit for this fight. <laughs> Which, I mean, if it was me, I probably wouldn't do this. But this is hilarious. And well, I would say, though, when we were moving from downstairs to up here, yeah. there was a point in the day where my girlfriend was like, what are you doing? Why aren't you doing anything? I'm like, you need to stop living in an emotional world of jobs. I'm not going to ask. She's like, I'm not going to ask, you know, oh, I'm not going to come in with ideas. I'm not going to come in being like, ooh, we could take the stuff from the cleaning closet and we'll put it in this closet. I don't want to have ideas. Yeah. I'm a donkey. Yeah. I want stuff put on my back and I'll bring it up the mountain. Right. So if for him, I think it might be the same thing where it's like, if so when we communicated about the how I do jobs, I'm not motivated to do cleaning. I'm not motivated right. to fix up the house because I don't care what it looks like. Give me one task that has a beginning, middle, and end, right. and I will complete said task. So, and I said that to her, and she goes, "You do closet, okay. make everything this closet." Just like you said, men are stupid. Yeah. I am very much a caveman. She pointed the closet. She goes, "All of this stuff in this closet to the upstairs closet," and I go, "Aye, aye, Captain," yeah. and I just did it. And I think that's the difference. Like. I think what she's saying stuff way faster than women too. Cause that would take me forever. I try everything on. I 
folded. You probably took the cola hangers, walked them upstairs like it's great. Yeah, and and also the the difference is I'm not looking to get creative with this. Right. She'll look at a corner and go, well, what can we put in that corner? And that's part of the cleaning process. To me, yeah. I'm like, are we moving something to the corner or not? And it's like, that's it. So I think it's all in how you ask and make it edible. Don't make it, here's the list and I want you to be a part of the list. He obviously doesn't want to be a part of the list. He wants to be a part of getting shit done. So if you say to him, seven things need to be done before Wednesday, I think you'll have a better time with this than we need to do these things and it's just an emotional vague hole. For sure. And you never know what's going to come from a conversation. So you got to just talk about it. J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com no, Danielle Monet, thank you I have a I have a question for you please so I have this situation that I've been thinking about over and over in my head okay. and I want your opinion on it because I don't know if I am a bad person because I have these thoughts so okay we'll let's hear it podcast in case anyone that I know is listening and they don't oh. make it this far okay so a guy that I was dating um, for like two months, and which is big for me, like, and mm-hmm. I, we were starting to think about, okay, are we going to be something or not? Um, we ended up not being together. He, I think he just wasn't ready to be you know, okay. like emotionally responsible, whatever it is. So he wasn't, he didn't want to be responsible for my feelings. And I'm glad I spoke up. So I didn't waste any of my, my time. I'm 36. I'm busy. I don't have time for bullshit. So um, we, a girl that he previously dated in the fall, he dated her two months, maybe like a little less than two months. Um, he had told me a story or two about her, about how things didn't work out. She freaked out, this and that. And he mentioned to me, like, um, he mentioned to me, she doesn't speak. He, he said, like, her nationality. And he was like, oh, but don't worry, she speaks English. And I was like, okay. Mm. Like, it was, he said it, like, twice to me. And I thought it was really weird. I was like, okay, whatever. Like, we're not trying to sure. go all, whatever. So, um... And so he said that and he was like, yeah, things just didn't work out. So so after we weren't hanging out, one of my girlfriends um, had followed her on Instagram and she sends me a video of her something. I don't know. We're bored. We're in pandemic. So send me a video of her speaking. And she, first of all, she's stunning. She's really, really pretty. She's like a very Barbie. Everything's bought put together, which is fine if that's you. And then when she spoke and she opened her mouth, <laughs> how do I put this nicely? Um, it's, it was not English. Like it just was very, very choppy English. And it, she Broken. just sounded dumb, so dumb and so, so stupid. And it just, in that moment, and like I'll, I'll design her everything. It's just so different than what I am. Sure. And it is like, in that moment, I was like, did I even know who he was or he did he just date me because I'm cute or like because I look a certain way like do you even care that I have two things through my head and I buy my own house and my own thing so I judged him so hard and I hate that I did that because I, I don't think that's what makes you a bad people but like well, how can someone date someone like him and date someone like her and date someone like me I I hear you I think like and you I know, feel when, bad for judging. You I'm, shouldn't feel bad. I get it. You feel bad because you're like you're you're kind of like using this person who you don't think highly of to judge him to think less of him, which I understand, and I think we all do that. Yeah. I think the 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 big thing with that is um, 
in the beginning of it, you said you ended it because he wasn't willing to take that next step. Yeah. That next step is for men getting past the sexual thing. Mm. That next step for him is, is being responsible for you in a practical way. That's not romantic for him. It's being responsible for meeting your family and going home with you and, and taking the call when you're not feeling great, but he doesn't have the time. Like all of those things are the next step of actually getting to know the thing between the ears. Like, when I think that for- we had already done and he was just living in this lava land. I think at the end of the day, he just probably wanted to keep dating around and like having, but, but that's the thing he could do that with you and then go meet this girl and not do it with her. Yeah. Cause it's so she's, I'm like, there's no way they're having conversation. Like, and it's it, so it, surface level with her. I'm like, how did we even have two and a half months? But I, I think guy or girl, man or man or woman, Everyone, like, I think you bail, everyone bails because, oh my God, I have to get to know this person more Mm -hmm. or they bail because I've gotten to know this person enough. Like he could have had those two months with broken English girl and been like, oh, I, I, I gotta find someone I can relate to on a, you know, uh, on a, my, uh, you know, a, an intellectual level. So, and then he goes to you and he goes, oh man, I just didn't want to be in a relationship. Yeah. You know, like I, I, I think yeah, I it's know. it's so tough to compare yourself to the last one or the next one because yeah. again, it's all a personal it's all our own like deficiencies. Like yeah. I never ended a relationship with a girl because she wasn't good enough for me or she wasn't someone, you know, I didn't like. It was because I wasn't in the place to give more of myself right. or I wasn't, you know confident enough in my career to like really even take the next step like for me to like move in with my girlfriend now like this has been great and wonderful and I do have a lot of thoughts of like man I was fooling myself thinking I could have been doing this at 26 yeah like yeah, maybe for some they could for but yeah. for me because women I, can be like broke have a baby live in a studio apartment but as long as they're in love they've got it like men I, have to have everything in line I, I I don't even know if that's male female or, yeah. or just like I just know that that's a very like real thing to me yeah. I hear that I'm like love will not conquer all yeah love, <laughs> you know like you know what conquers all uh six to eight months savings so I can get through a pandemic yeah. For sure. That's my new, that's my new goal is not to get married to have saving. That's my goal. Right. Well, Danielle, this was so fantastic. Thank you so much. Everyone go follow Danielle at Danielle Monet. I'm so pumped that you're a fan and you've been on the show. This was so cool. Yes, it'll be great. I'll have to come by in um, New York when this is all said and done. So I can You'll come to a show. We'll make yeah. it happen. Um, everyone, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. We'll be back next episode. Boom. <laughs>